All right, man. What's going on? What's up? How's Dallas? What's uh, up? You know, it's. I mean, it's Dallas, but I haven't been here long enough for it to get. You know, I've only been here like twenty minutes. I've been on the road all fucking day. How long are you to be there? I'm here till Thursday. Oh, Thursday I can, night. I can yeah. go. Yeah. I'm here for a work conference. Technically, I'm I'm in Plano, or I'm near, I'm closer to Plano than Dallas, but it's all the same bullshit to me. I work all night, I work all day to pay the bills I have to pay. Ain't it sad? And still, there never seems to be a single penny left for me. So what are we talking about today? I, I think we're talking. Uh, I think well, we're text. We're talking about the Mueller report or the yeah. version of the Mueller report and the and the 2020 Democratic candidates. Yes, all uh, politics. Uh, all politics. Let's yeah. do it. We've been avoiding it all year. We made it to March. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, I guess we got to go full 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's well, let's do it. I got takes. I got. I'm ready to. Right. I'm ready to rass some of these assholes. But let's. Right. Uh, but uh, I think we should actually start with the bar report. Okay. I kind of feel like this. We'll probably have that much to say on it. But I mean, for those of you who are listening, uh, if you're living under a rock or just don't give a shit, uh, Mueller dropped his report to the AG. We obviously haven't seen it yet, and there's a whole question about whether or not we're going to see it. Uh, but we did get Barr's four-page summary of initial findings. Just to be clear, he didn't participate. He summarized the report, gave the summary to Congress, and released it to the media. Uh, and probably in the next week or two, we'll start seeing Congress request and subpoena chunks of it and whatever they can see. And the argument, the debate over whether or not we'll see the full report in public will answer itself. Right here in the, next, yeah. in the coming weeks and months, and number two, uh, it finds it finds no coordination between Trump and Russia. Mm-hmm. It says it. I think the quote actually is this is the quote from the quote because Barr quotes the uh, report by Mueller, right? And I'm going to read that quote. Uh-huh. Uh, wait, no, I was looking at the wrong quote. Shit. Never mind. I'm going to paraphrase the quote. No, here it is. Let's see. Anyway, I'm not going to do it. Forget it. Anyway, uh, basically says that he didn't find any proof that he coordinated with the Russians, but it does not exonerate him either. So it looks, I read between the lines, it's like, this looks sketch as hell, but we didn't find a smoking gun. Yeah, it's really, all the stories are pretty much, and which is, they're prosecutors. They don't have enough to get a conviction, right? Of what they have. What's I think the best take for all of this is that if you can't look at Donald Trump and see how corrupt he is, that's one thing. But to look at this and see that what he's doing is not illegal should be a bigger issue. Like that should be the issue. Is that with all of this clearly unethical uh, behavior that we've seen the last two years? There's no crime there. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I think, I think, it, yeah. In terms, of there's a bigger systemic argument yeah. talk behind, and that's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that directly. But I want to preview my hot take that this is good news in the long run for us. But, and I'll explain what I mean by that. But I think on the one hand, yes, it's crazy. This isn't crime, and the fact that one of the things that said that it's. Uh, obstruction of justice was one of the reasons they did not find obstruction of justice is because they didn't find a crime so how can you obstruct justice if there's no crime it make, doesn't make sense and i'm like uh sure you know uh but the one of the reasons that they found that he wasn't doing anything was because this was said in public not in private so it's hard to argue coordination when he's just saying it in front of a camera right yeah which is like all right sure that's feel spurious but i'm not gonna harp on it but 
the then becomes then like what you said that there's no crime here. Usually, this is exactly what happens. It just doesn't happen in front of a camera. That's always been Trump's like one of his problems. The Republicans have with him like, shut up, man. Like he's the he's like remember that moment in The Simpsons where Krusty goes, uh, let's just say it moved me to a bigger house, and then he's <laughs> like, oh wait, I said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. Right? Yeah. that's Trump, right? Yeah. And he just keeps giving away the game, right? And I think that's what you sort of like what you said, like, this isn't a crime, actually. And I think some people are going to read that as like, huh, Trump is so corrupt that he's finding new crimes to commit. Like, no, I think he's just doing it in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one, people to put too much into this one particular thing, like everybody's waiting for that moment that's going to take him down. This is this. This was never going to be that. Like, it was, there's no, like, this was never going to take him down. There's nothing that's going to take him down except for an election. And even then, I don't think that's going to, I don't think that's going to take him down. Right. Uh, In fact, and uh, that's, and that right there, what you said, though, like, there's this whole, like, battle for the soul of America routine happening, right? And look, we're fucking stuck with the Democrats. It's our only dog in the fight. Like, it sucks that that's what we got, you know? It's like, it's like having to cheer for the Washington generals versus Cobra Kai. Like they're both supposed to lose, but one of them feels like they're going to win probably. Right. Cobra Kai. Kai, Right. (laughs) They're going to win. They're going to win. I feel like they'll probably whoop the general's ass. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But they were banking on Mueller rescuing them and not having to admit to themselves. Y'all lost that election, not because of Comey, but because y'all ran out of fake Republican. Like Hillary Clinton was horrible. Like she was awful. Like, come on, man. Like, admit that to yourselves. You tried, you played not to lose, and you lost. That's what always happens. You played it safe. You settled for low-hanging fruit. Oh, you know, we had a black guy last time, a woman this time, and all that. All that stuff we could talk about forever. And all the technical errors. Like, the fact that she didn't campaign in Pennsylvania. Like, what are you doing, you know? Like, I don't even care if you win, and I know that's the recipe to lose. Like, you got to go campaign in Pennsylvania. It's a swing state, you know? All that shit. But they keep waiting for someone to bail them out. See, it wasn't our fault or orders restored, pieces restored, because they don't have the wherewithal to just gather themselves up and believe in something and fight for it. They just don't. Like, look at uh, gay marriage, right? The Democrats are just, they're the Homer Simpson meme, right? They were all gay, anti-gay marriage forever. And then gay marriage passes the Supreme Court. And then they all come out like, we did it. Like, motherfuckers, y'all didn't do shit. Like, y'all literally didn't do anything. No, like that's them, and that's what they were hoping would happen this time. And they, I am. Uh, this is good for them because y'all got to step up. You can't be looking. You can't be passing the buck. You guys have to defeat him. They're already making the mistakes. Like they saw what happened with Trump. They saw that Trump was able to come in and completely take over and remake the Republican Party in his image. And instead, and they're still going back to like we got to get to the center. We got to get to the center. Even all these like Republicans who are now, you know, they can't vote for Trump. They're, tur- they're trying to turn the Democratic Party into what Republicans were when the future of the party is clearly people like AOC. Like, it's clearly like these new radicals that are coming up. Like, this is clearly what your base wants. This is clearly what people want. But Democrats, they don't they, they don't really like, you know, Mitch McConnell believes in the bullshit he's doing. I don't believe any Democrat like Pelosi, Schumer, I don't believe they have anything that they truly care about except for staying in power. But even like even being in power, they're not going to do anything with their power. Right. It's, yeah. Exactly. They're like they're like that kid in high school who just wants to be president of whatever or student organization. They don't really want to do anything with it. They just want yeah. the prestige and the say so yeah. that comes with it. Right. They're they're the worst. They are the absolute worst. And but hopefully they'll rally because now they have no choice. They don't have Mueller to hide behind, right? They don't have Mueller's not, okay, what is it that we should play the democratic potato game, right? Mueller's not walking through that door. No, no, it's over. Woodford and Bernstein and, aren't walking through that door. And it's, it's so over. Like, I don't know if you saw this today, but the man like Manafort's still on trial by his team. The DOJ has now taken off all of his remaining people and put on pro Trump people on Manafort's trial. Like, this shit is so done. Trump's like, he's fucking won. And now he gets to fucking gloat forever. <laughs> like, he gets to gloat on this for life. When you should have been talking about the kids. 
You should have been talking about the payments to Mar-a-Lago. There are so many corrupt things we know about this man that you put all your eggs in this one basket, like, of the election, when you should have moved forward with the shit he's doing now. I agree 100% with that. I think the next play in the Democrats' paybook, if I can make a prediction, is going to be to turn this into their Benghazi. Like, they're just going to hearing after hearing after hearing of That's this. stupid. Through the election. Yeah, it's that an obvious so mistake. Stupid. It's an obvious that mistake. It's so stupid. It's an admittance that we don't have ideas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's happening it's, now. It's like, the bottom. It's like Barr's made his statement. Like, who knows what Barr's really hiding in the real report? Let's not get stuck on this fight. Let's start the other fight. Let's fight. Like, let's keep fighting for, let's keep fighting for immigrants coming into this country. Let's keep fighting for health care. Like, let's stop losing sight of the things that people actually give a fuck about. I'll do you one better. Let's start fighting for those things. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was asking. I don't think there's any candidate I've seen so far from the list who can match Trump's charisma and controlling the narrative in the media. Do you see anyone who can do that outside of maybe Bernie? I guess maybe Beto in terms of just pure charisma. Maybe I don't know. I think he's already a joke though. Let's uh, let's uh, let's go through this list. Okay. Let's just go through the list. I'm going to go through it in the order that they're arranged on my screen. Okay, so I'm, I'm reading the, the same thing. The quartz list. The one you list. The, the one you sent me. Yeah, yeah. Meet all yeah. Democratic candidates in the crowded 2020 yeah. race. Yeah, I'm there. All right. So we're vetting these. On, for me, I'm vetting these on two criteria or two. I don't know platforms. I guess. Okay. One is is objective in the sense that oh, can this person actually win? Like what are these chances? What are this person's chances in a normal scenario as well as this one, right? Yeah. Kind of rating their viability from an outside perspective. I'm also vetting them as someone I might potentially vote for. Mm-hmm. On that second one, my criteria is that you take no PAC money and no like individual donations only, like AOC Bernie style. If you're yeah. not doing that, I refuse to consider you. Because you work for who pays who pays your bills, and if it's not me, you don't work for me. So why am I gonna bother with you? I think for anybody who isn't a member of a corporation or the wealth bracket to vote for any candidate of either party that's taking corporate money, like you better hope you agree with them because they don't give a shit what you think, and I'm not cool with that. So if you are taking any kind of corporate money, I'm out. Yeah, I won't even consider you. It's a non-starter. All right, so here we go. First one, John Delaney, former congressman from Maryland. Uh, two listed companies in 2012. First generation is going to college. We're going to have to hear about that shit forever. He was yep. the first, and I'm a first generation college kid, and I'm like, all right, you know, back off. He was the first Democrat to announce he was running back in July 2017. He's already been to every county in Iowa, and he is... Uh, if I'm basing his picture on it here, uh, looks like dad who thinks his kids are horsing around too much. And yeah. who gives him money? Banks, housing, construction companies. He's independently wealthy. You might as well not even ask me for my vote. I'm not voting for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> Build yeah. a public and private international coalition against China. Right, whatever. Uh, who's here? We go. I found this candidate interesting. And I'll, this part of this article interesting. Who will like these candidates? Centrists. <laughs> who will hate this candidate? Democrats who don't think you should reach out to double Trump voters is the way to win in 2020. Uh, man, this guy, I feel, what do you think? John Delaney. 
I have zero thoughts about John Delaney. Yeah, I thought I fucking even hear who he was until today. <laughs> I feel like this is this is going to be somebody's vice president, maybe. I don't and, know. And maybe if Hillary was running again. I feel like we spent too much time talking about him. Let's just move on. Yeah. Look that rich bitch. All right, a former – okay, Andrew Yang. I saw him on The Daily Show. He was uh, a pretty funny bit with uh, Donnie Chang. Uh, let's see. He entered the race in November. He's the son of Taiwanese immigrants. He sells himself as the opposite of Trump, an ego-free Asian man who likes math. First time in politics, he only takes money from individual contributors and Bitcoin, which just surprised me to learn. And his big thing is he wants to give everybody $1,000 a month for universal – what is that thing? Universal income? Everybody gets yeah. $1,000 guaranteed every month? Mm-hmm. He wants to pay it by – Living wage. Yeah, a living wage. But yeah. for, no, but not living, for work. Yeah. Just, just for doing anything, for being an adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And anyone against higher tax – it wants to it wants to do this by raising taxes. What do you mm-hmm. think of this? Do you know anything about him? I, I didn't. I'm very intrigued by this thousand dollar monthly check uh, as a way to combat automation. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, that's what he uh, says, right? That a thousand dollars a month yeah. means that we can start universal re- basic re- income. Yeah. Right. We can start replacing people with robots because we're gonna take care of them. Yeah. Well, thousand dollars a month ain't shit, really, though. I mean, it is and it isn't because. So many people who get welfare have jobs that it would be a huge benefit for like the lowest of the low. Like you know, that's you true. know who it would help. Like it would so, it would help so many people. That's true. Uh, especially at eighteen. Like imagine being eighteen and getting a thousand dollars a month. Like then you could really be. That's an interesting. You could that's really actually, go to college. That's an interesting way to think about it because I immediately thought, and maybe this is my Republican upbringing. I immediately thought thousand dollars a month. I guess this is to combat poverty and unemployment because the idea is automization, right? So you're going to yeah. give people out of work a thousand dollars a month. I'm like, that doesn't much, but if you're if you are working, a thousand dollars is huge. Oh yeah, yeah, an extra thousand a month, like especially when you have like an unplanned child, uh, or you, like, you have to take time off work because you're hurt. Like, yeah, that extra thousand of dollars a month is, can make or break a lot of people. Uh, that extra thousand dollars a month might be your daycare. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That would cover a week of daycare. <laughs> Ooh, daycare prices. Oh, are wait, you say a week of daycare? Daycare is expensive, man. I mean, I know, but god damn. Man. <laughs> yeah. Talk about throwing. <laughs> talk about throwing good money after bad. Just get a dog. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Julian Castro, yeah. or as I like to call him, the Latino Cory Booker. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't go Julian like uh, like all the white anchors do because they have to say it like that. <laughs> nah, fuck you, Julian. <laughs> I bet he calls. I will say Joaquin though, because that's an awesome kidding? name. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's see. He grew up in San Antonio, so he's a Texas boy and from good yep. Texas too. Uh, let's see. His mother was an activist. Uh, he worked under Obama. He says he won't take PAC money. Uh, we'll see if it's true. He does um, take money from Opportunity First, which is a PAC, but it's not a corporate PAC, so it's like, mm, kind of walk on the line there. Let's see. He's uh, he's a He likes free trade ideas, but he's kind of quiet on the economy for anybody who cares. He appeals to people who like like NAFTA and you know global trade. I guess he's a globalist. I guess he's a Hillary Clinton type. And people who think he's only here because of identity politics. So racist Democrats won't like him. Yes, pretty much. This is according to what Corey says. And I love love that that's the criticism where the white candidates Republicans put forth isn't identity politics. Right. Let's not. (laughs) Let's not, not, you know. (laughs) Let's not, man. Let's not. Look, here's the thing, man. I'm just going to say this real quick. I had this conversation earlier with somebody. And I'm like, look, man, we can sit here all day and just pick apart the problematic things white people say. We'll never, we'll never stop. Like, at some point, we just got to, like, just like, you know what? I'm not engaging with that. Like, I'm here. I'm, I'm here for, you know, I'm here to organize the brown folks and the allies and, 
I'm not here to talk anybody into anything. Like, I'm just not going to engage, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's just, well, I don't got, I don't, ain't nobody got time for that. But with that being said, man, I don't know. I feel I like, have, I've, here's known, the thing. I've heard about this guy for 12 years and I have no opinion on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have no opinion on him. But he does strike me as the kind of person who's like, <laughs> like, you know, I know we're all, I, I, here's the thing. He strikes me as the kind of person who might calculate some identity politics. Now's the time for a Latino. Mm-hmm. He, he comes off a little too slick, a little too, yeah. like, a little too measured, a little too groomed. You know what I mean? Well, like, yes. Like real practiced, like this is if, if, to the point where it feels almost mercenary. I don't know. I have very little to say. I have nothing to back this up. Like nothing yeah. other than he does come off a little slick. Well, so the first time I ever heard of this guy was when he was talking shit to Charles Barkley when he was the mayor of San Antonio. Like that was the first thing that made me notice him. And was I was this the San Antonio women thing? No, no. When he was uh, Barkley was talking, sh- yeah, he said San Antonio got thick women. He like Barkley was shitting on San Antonio, and so he's like, "Well, I got something you don't have, Charles. I got five rings." And so he had like all the Spurs rings and all that shit. So that's the first time I ever saw him was inside the NBA. Hey, that's it. That's a plus. I will say this. Oh? I do. I won't say. I'll, I'll never say I missed Obama, but it was fun having a president who knew basketball. Yeah. But all I've heard about this guy, him and his brother, the whole time. Like he, they've always come up in like VP discussions. Or future, future, future candidates, and it seems like the time is now. But other than those few things, like I don't know any, like, and even this thing says nobody knows his platform. Yeah, like, that's the how thing. Did, how that's have you been around this long, and I don't know your basic platform? Right, right. Like, like that's just, a red flag. It is. It is. This feels too strategic, yeah. right? Well, and it, 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 you know who it reminds me of? I'm not saying he's like this guy, but it reminds me of Rubio a little bit. Where Rubio was that guy for them. Yeah. And then when Rubio got to the stage, like, oh, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> this guy doesn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this guy could be because I'd, I'd like to see him debate against Bernie or something like, or uh, Elizabeth Warren, like somebody who's smart uh, and good at debating. Like, I want to see him go against it, but I don't know anything about this guy. And I think Beto has kind of come in, came in and stole his spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Beto is where, in two years, where this guy has been working for the last decade. Imagine, what if they doubled down and went Beto Castro ticket? No, you gotta, you gotta have a lady. Oh, yeah, you do. You, you gotta, do. you gotta have a lady. Well, like, you know, speaking of, from moving from a man we know little about to a woman I think I might know too much about. Yeah. Kam- Kamala Harris, child of Jamaican and Indian immigrants. I want to point out something about this immigrant thing because, like, there's a lot of what's interesting about just running for candidate of anything, particularly president, but it's essentially like applying for a job, right? At the end of the day, yeah. Did you imagine it's crazy because you have to do so much pandering to Americanism, right? Loving America in some way. I'm the child of an immigrant, it's, it's a version of that, right? Or just the uh, self-made man, right? But all of this is sort of American celebratoriness, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if, like, before you tried to apply for a job at, like, fucking Best Buy, you had a show of history, a fucking loving Best Buy, and if anybody <laughs> ever found out you, like, returned something, you have to answer for that? Like, how could you? How could you? Yeah. Like, And then you have to make some awkward, like, you can love Best Buy by pointing out its flaws. I want Best Buy to be the best Best Buy it can be. But you have to constantly do that shit when you're running for president. <laughs> Look, it's I'm cool. a second generation Best Buy worker. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My father paved the roads that lead up to this Best Buy. <laughs> this refrigerator section is named after my father. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so what do you I think saw, of her? I saw, or or like, I saw people cheering from balconies when Circuit City fell, or some fucking shit. I don't know. Uh, I was there for the Circuit City Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Okay. Rest in peace, Hastings. Uh, yeah. Let's see. She. Okay. So she's on. Okay. So. Prosecutor in Oakland, California, San Francisco District Attorney, uh, California's Attorney General, and she's now in the Senate. 
let's see. In the past five years, 35% of her campaign funds have come from small donors, which means 65 have not. Her biggest contributors are, and check out this list, Warner, University of California, Google, 21st Century Fox, Venerable. She's saying she won't accept money from corporate PACs, but she's accepted quite a bit of it in the past. Uh, let's see. She wants to do a, uh, a middle-class tax cut, so pretty standard. Uh, people who like her, fans of Obama, people who will hate her, people who think Obama was the sellout. What do you think of Kamala Harris? Uh, so she falls into the Obama category for me. So she's black. She got my vote. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's that simple, man. I was gonna make like, the I got to deal with white power president. If she gets on the ticket, I'm voting for this sister. <laughs> oh man, you know what? All right, respect, respect. <laughs> like no joke, man. Like, I'm it. done pretending to live in a world where I don't have to do that because right. I do. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? If Julian Castro's up there, I might not have a choice. Like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> However, with that being said. I don't have that specific ethnic baggage, and yeah. I'm not voting for this narc. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm narc when I see one. <laughs> I know what was. Yeah, no sir, no sir. She's gonna end up winning. She's gonna end up winning the primary by like planting coke on somebody. Like, no, thank you. But but let's test that. Let's test. What she is the said. feds, though. She's the feds. But right now, she she looks the savvy enough. Sad, like she. She looks like I think she should is like the front runner, honestly. Yeah, uh, I think this is the first candidate, Lexi. Before we move on from her, this is the first candidate I think that's actually could win. Yes. The Castro, Yang, and Delaney, you guys are undercard. Kamala Harris could win this whole thing. She could. She could. I could definitely see her being the. And oh my God, I'm not ready for an election of her versus Trump. Oof. The the election the uh, the her donors got deep pockets, man. They do. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, money. Like money money is really the most important thing in these kind of elections. Uh and it was a benefit Trump had. Like sure he inflated his wealth, but he's still very wealthy. And he right. was able to put a lot of his own you know, laundered money into his campaign. Right. And money is so, so important. And he's so he's already so far ahead. Like he's running so many Facebook ads currently. Yeah. Like He's he's been campaigning since the day he won. He's so far ahead of the game on everybody. Like he's an idiot, but he found what works in today's world. I think she she's attractive, she's smart, she's a woman, and she's brown. A multi-ethnic she, brown too. Yes, and she's from a wealthy wealthy city with like and she like you say she's got money. Yeah, and. But, but, In a but debate, money. She will. She can be charismatic where Hillary couldn't against him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But although, still, although she's still you a know, woman the, and she's still brown. Yeah. Like and she's a, and she still listened to Dre and Tupac before those albums came out. Yeah. I, I saw that interview. <laughs> Look, I mean, I can't. I can't vote for Kamala Harris. I don't. You know, she's. 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 I think part of the problem, not part of the solution. I'm gonna be real. Uh, but that voting for a brown person over Trump, man, that that is uh, enticing. Yeah. Although, uh, which leads us to the next person. <laughs> I feel like Cory Booker. I feel like Cory Booker is your dilemma for white people. Yeah. Because he's so banking on like, remember Obama? His whole career is you like Obama, you might like me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's see who gives him money. Let's see large individual contributors from legal, investment, and security, and real estate. So wealthy people, and he has a super pack already. So yay! I don't even know what this is. Biggest idea for the economy: a baby bond program that would give every child a U.S. Treasury bond at birth with a larger amount for poor kids. I, I don't know. Is that good? I don't know what that means. Because like that a bank account? Some, some, no, it just means like it's like a trust fund, essentially. 
Okay. Uh, but it, it, that just seems like another way poor people are going to get ripped off by schemers. Like, yep. just imagine if you have a baby bond and you're a poor person and you get a payday loan. Poor people find some. Like they're gonna find some kind of way to make a payday loan for your baby bonds. So by the time your baby's eighteen, they're already a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Poor right? people, poor people. I'm talking to all the poor people who listen to this pod. As a former poor person, and I know I'm a middle class person now, telling you how to live your lives. So forgive me for that. But like, if you'll hear me out, one piece of advice: if you don't know how it works, it's a trap. Yeah. If it's anything other than cutting you a check, it's a fucking trap. Our entire right. economy is built on ripping off poor people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, is. nobody's noticed we're running out of poor people. <laughs> like, poor people are getting so poor we can't even afford, like, they're, they're not going to be able to sustain the economy much longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll find a way to create more. They got a middle class that can cannibalize. Oof. Here's the truth, man. The empire is dying. This is the end. We're yes. at the end of the road. We're at the oh, end of the yeah. road. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just a slow death. Let's see who will like this candidate. And when I say that, I'm not like saying death to America. I was like, no, we're just dying. Like, you, you, rich people are the cancer, and we are just the suckers who never did anything about it because we kept denying that we had cancer. And yeah, now we're gonna. We're die. still denying we have cancer. Yeah, we're still denying we have cancer. Yeah. Uh, let's see and who we will like Cor- cancer too. Also. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker, he's yeah. like Castro. He just feels like he's been campaigning for presidency ever since he got here. He's like somebody who's trying to get trending on IG, whatever version of that is. Oh, man. Po- the first time I heard of Cory Booker was his little documentary series he did for DirecTV that they build as the real-life wire. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. So Tulsi yeah. Gabbard is the next on the list. Uh, she is from Hawaii. She is anti-regime change war. She's a veteran. She has been accused of being an Islamophobe. She takes PAC money. Her big ideas are her platform, I guess, would be cut taxes on small businesses, raise them on corporations, lower military spending, which actually now we're talking. That's her big thing. It's lowering. It's raise taxes on the wealthy and lower military spending. Uh, although she has, she does say a lot of shit about radical Islam a lot, and yeah. she's a burner. She supported Bernie in 2016. This was yeah. complicated. First of all, and she's Hindu. First of all, do we need to even take her seriously? It feels like no. no, right? No. All the like anti-gay stuff I think has already buried her. Oh, she had anti-gay stuff too. Oh man, she's. Oh man, she was very adamantly against gay marriage until maybe like a year ago. Oh, so she's Hillary. Yeah, she was like, I'm like, like aggressively against gay marriage. So this this is like one of those people who would be a Republican if they weren't sexist and racist. Yeah, no, she's she's definitely the centrist, even though she supported Bernie. But like her record before that is sort of similar to Beto, where she was very much a centrist. Uh, definitely a uh, a blue leader for a red state, even though you don't think of Hawaii as a red state. I don't really think about Hawaii much at all, to be honest. I mean, uh, it's fucking halfway around the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if he happens to be free, I bet he wouldn't fancy me. That's too bad. So I must leave. I'll have to go to Las Vegas or Monaco. All right, so here is someone from the from a top billing, a real candidate. I think the only real candidate we've dealt with so far is Kamala Harris. I just don't believe in Cory Booker. I think he'll fake this like it's snipped out. Cory Booker's going to be somebody's VP. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he's going to be somebody's yeah. VP. He's mm-hmm. going to be somebody's VP. I think yeah. he's so obvious a pick for VP too. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know what? He'd probably be an amazing hype man. That's what you. That's his role. That's his spot. Like he yeah. can. He can be good at selling your policies to a certain demographic, which is the demographic we don't give a shit about yeah. uh, between us. But he can he can be useful. He's a useful tool. Right, and he's yeah. <laughs> tools right. Oh, yeah. Messiah Dawson, what are you doing? 
Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Okay, so everybody at this point knows who this is. You know, my senator, like technically, I call I claim in this state, but I do live here. Uh, she's a U.S. senator from Massachusetts, Harvard law professor. She's become a a household name, obviously. Uh, she her claim to sort of this U.S. ethos is you should be able to work hard and play by the rules and become a a a success, right? Mm-hmm. She is anti-billionaire. She's anti-corporation. She takes money from she takes no money from billionaires or PACs, but she does take money from like charity PACs, particularly stuff that is about education or women. I guess I don't have a problem with that, but I don't know. She wants to do a wealth tax, two percent on net work of everything over fifty million and three percent over one billion. That's it. That's so fucking modest. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. greed. It's God. They always make it sound like they're gonna take half off the top. Like fucking anyway. Uh, everybody knows who this is, right? And I clown her a lot for being the potentially first Native American president. And I will continue to do so because I think that shit is hilarious. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. but no, It's funny and it's why she will never be president. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. Like He's got to do Pocahontas is too perfect. Like calling her Pocahontas, like, he, like she's already lost to him. Like in that, like he's, he's already lost. He's got an easy dismissive nickname for her. That he'll get away with saying, even though it's fucking racist as fuck. He's already dismissed her. She's done. Like she has no shot at being president. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it just depends on how she responds to that, right? And can she raise above or call him out? You know, yeah. fight back. I don't know what how you respond to that. I have to think it through. I don't you know. What you, you have to. He's a child. She's get like like Hillary Clinton tried to make herself look like an adult, and it didn't work. I don't I don't see. I love Warren so far. Her platform, what she said, she's been the most on point for me. Like she has my vote. See, here's, I just see the same problems with her that I saw with Hillary against someone like Trump because he's so childish. He's made the argument not about any type of facts. It's just who looks good in this moment. Right. Like he already owns her in this particular issue that he will just hammer forever. Like it's gonna he'll never let it up. Pokemon, Pokemon. He'll get a laugh from it every time because it's legit funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little Marco, man. Little Marco is, <laughs> little Marco is funny. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh here's the thing about her. So I I live here, I've seen her, I've been tracking her since I got here. Right, mm-hmm. and I just feel there's always been a lot of like it's easy to talk shit in Massachusetts because mm-hmm. Massachusetts identity is so lined up against what it sees as an anti-intellectual, like racist South, right? Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes that shit is rife with irony. Like, man, just look at Boston, man. Like, you're not that far from the South, you know. <laughs> but whatever. So she's her seat is pretty secure, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like local brand loyalty in Massachusetts. So having Harvard on it, having a Harvard person be their senator, like carries a lot here, right? What I mean to say is that her seat is pretty safe, right? Yeah. So she can say all this shit because she's not in any real danger, and she's never been in a position to ever be called on any of it because she's in the Senate, she's always been a minority, so she can say whatever and never have to live up to it. The only, for the other thing I can think of that she would have to live up to it, to the, you know, her talk has to match, her walk has to match her talk, is when she did the Consumer Finance Bureau, which she touts as like, we, we did it, we created a regulatory agency for consumers in this sort of like success, triumph kind of thing. At least that's how it was over here. And the fucking Consumer Financial Bureau is fucking toothless. It, it does nothing. It, it has no real power. It just makes suggestions. Yeah. Or points out stuff that's like, hey, that was fucked up, right? They're like the NBA two-minute report. Like, who gives a shit? That doesn't that matter yeah. now. That has no bearing on anything, you know? Like, the best thing you did was, like, make the font size bigger on credit card statements or something. And they were super proud of themselves for that. Like, come on, man. That's not a victory. You must realize that is a appeasement. That's something that makes, like, it's the same old Democratic 
compromise. Like we're going to make this thing that sounds like progress. It actually does nothing, but now we can claim victory and maintain the status quo. So I worry that she's one of those. And the, for me, the first red flag was when she supported Hillary over Bernie. Like that was like, Bernie so obviously connects better with your message. Hillary is your enemy. She's the person you've been talking about this whole time. And you endorsed her? Like, I guess because she's a woman. Is that why? Like, I understand that. Same way I understand you voted for Kamala Harris. Same way I'll understand if I vote for Julian Castro. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I haven't been given a reason to believe the hype. And I think I'm probably holding her up to more scrutiny than most candidates because I want to believe in her. Because I'm with you. When she articulates her point, she's like, I agree with all that. I've been saying that shit too. I'm with you. But I haven't, she hasn't convinced me that she actually will do any of that. And when I say do anything, I mean, really try. How many times did the fucking Republicans try to appeal Obamacare? Like 50 times. Like, that shit was commitment. Everybody can be commitment because they had no better ideas, but they fucking committed. The Democrats are like, try once, and then they're like, well, can't be done. Yeah. Like, the first time they always like, Hillary Clinton tried to pass uh, universal health care in the 90s. First of all, no, she didn't. She was the first lady. They give the first lady something to do that's like a dumb project. And kudos to Hillary for trying, for reaching out to be something bigger than that. I'll give her kudos for that, for not settling, for being like the woman who makes cookies and like runs a fucking literacy program. Yeah. Or what is what is Melania, Melania doing? Anti-bullying? Like, okay. Be best, man. Be best. <laughs> there you go. But you, they weren't really trying by giving it to Hillary, right? If they were really trying, they'd put it to somebody who could make it happen, right? All Hillary can do is at that point was organize, and then obviously when she came back up, she didn't try, right? No. So they don't try. That's like they give up one time. And it's like it can't be done. I just fear that Warren is going to be like that. I just, I, I don't know. It's just that New Englandy, like it's easy now, but push comes to shovel, you do it. Like Kennedy, Kennedy didn't do, do shit. You know, he was just sounded great. The one who actually well, passed he, the forms of Johnson, he, and Johnson sucked. He, he didn't necessarily get all the time to do anything. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> that's fair. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he he is the uh, he is the what the the. The, the Bo Jackson of, of politics. What could yeah, have been? Yeah, what if? What oh, if. man, like, yeah, I think we've talked about it on here, like, what this country would look like if Kennedy got, like, a full term, like, or if he didn't get murdered. But I think we've discussed it before, but yeah, it's fucking way different. Well, Bobby is the real tragic, not the real tragic. Exactly, they're both tragic. yeah. Not, they're both tragic, but Bobby's the real, like, what if. I think Bobby... But, is, hey, Bobby and Malcolm X were what ifs. I actually think we could probably forecast out what we would have gotten from MLK and JFK, but the ones who never even got a chance to try, because we did get like a solid 15 years of MLK, and we did get, you know, three years of JFK. We did not, we never even got a chance to be at the front was Malcolm X and Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. At least that's they just, my opinion. They just killed them. Racism killed them all. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Amy Klobukar, I don't know, am I saying that right? Klobukar? The Minnesota lake announced running in the snow. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you see somebody's name and you never assume how it's pronounced. You just see it and know who it is. I don't know how to say her name, so I won't even attempt. Yeah. Who? She's a centrist. I guess she's going for the Hillary vote. Yeah. Some of these people I've never heard of, I wonder what, like, do you think you're going to win? Like, no. I think they just want some pack money. She says she won't take corporate PAC money. That's what she says. Yeah, but she's still going to... This is still, like... There's still so much money, even if you don't take PAC money, like the individual donations that you can spend on your travel and all this. Like, I bet it's fun to go on the road for six months and not have to just be a senator or a congressman. Like, even if you don't get much further, you raise your national profile and then, you know, you don't have to sweat your next election because you'll probably fuck up and get a TV show, pundit deal. Like, there's so much money in all of this. Like... Hey, we now know we can't say her name, but we know who the fuck she is now. Like oh, that's it's, true. Just, <laughs> it's, like, it's so beneficial. Like all these names, it's so beneficial to run and not get very far. Like fucking look at uh, what's dumb dumb surgeon. What's his name? All right, so I'm gonna look at Ben Carson. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. He Dude, was, I'm rolling through this list. Red, man, he's powerful. He became a powerful person because of this shit. I am running through this list, and there's so many goddamn more. So I'm just going to really quickly run through some of these also rants. 
Well, I think just, we're at the the meet because. Or you want to go through? Okay. Well, we yeah. still. Oh, right. So you think we're at the meet, huh? So do you want to talk about Jay well, Inslee is, first well, or John Hickenlooper? No, we can skip him. Sorry. Exactly. That's my point. We're not there. talking. So if you're here for Inslee, because he's the environmentalist. Sorry. If you're here for Hickenlooper, uh, who is this? He's a centrist. Sorry. If you're here to hear about, I'm gonna go ahead and say Kristen Gildebrand. Like, sorry. Yeah, we don't have to talk about her. No, she's she's a nightmare, and we're not talking about Pete you, bu, bu, Booty Boutique. We might have we we should probably talk about him in the future. Yeah, all right, so pigeonhole that one. He's got Marianne Williamson. Got like, I don't even know Marianne Williamson. I don't even know who you are. Wayne Meesum. I don't know who that is, and uh, I don't want to have to talk about. Do we want to talk about fucking Joe Biden? Yes. All right. Let's start with Joe. No, let's he's, go. He's one of let's, the favorites. All right. So the favorites have got to be Kamala, Elizabeth, Biden, Bernie, and Beto. Right. That's got to be the. That's got to be the top. The uh, over. I don't part. take Beto that seriously, but oh. I think those four are the favorites. I will say Biden versus Trump debates could be fun. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the darkest way possible, in the darkest Not timeline sense. You know. Not for me. It's like. Okay, so my biggest problem with both Biden and Bernie is the same. One of the same problems I had with Trump. I think one, they're all too old okay. to be president. I think they're too old. Uh, but throwing that out, Biden is an idiot. <laughs> like we realize Joe Biden's not very smart, right? Like we learned this, right? We know this, right? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> like it's and, not a joke. Like like he's not very intelligent. And super creepy, dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna say something. I mean, oh, he makes the most sense for the media because every day is gonna be interesting. Like, <laughs> saying something dumb and Trump saying something dumb, and then we're gonna get them saying dumb things to each other. Yeah, yeah I don't want Biden to run just because he's just he's a he's he's one of those people that's actually a Republican. He's just like also wants to be liked by brown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Republicans who aren't racist are centrist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Republicans that aren't racist are centrist. <laughs> centrist. And so, yeah. And we're all stuck we're all stuck in the non-racist party, even though there is tons of racism within this party. Let's talk about Bernie. All right, Bernie, you want to close with Beto then? Yeah, we gotta close on Beto. I all think right, well, Beto like yeah, let's we gotta talk Bernie. All right, let's go. Because you support him more than I do. I supported I him think. last time. I supported him yeah. last time. Yeah, I, gave I him donated money. to him last time, but he lost me at the reparations thing. His cluelessness on that part, like he lost me. He's won me back some, but he like last time I was like, all right, I'm out on you uh, after that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I I mean, I stayed with him till he lost just because it was a candidate that wasn't taking the corporate money. I was like, oh, it's the first time this has happened. Yeah. So I wanted to see if he could do it. And he was also kind of Trump-like. In that he's not really a Democrat, right? He's no. an outsider, kind of a socialist in that sort of 60 sort of socialist light kind of sense, not like communist, you know, uh, which is like, you know, heavy socialist, I guess. I don't know if that's actually an accurate spectrum. But anyway, Bernie, for me, a lot of it with Bernie was just like no one else is saying this. Like, So I'm not like yeah. a Bernie bro, is that what they call him? The people who are just yeah. way too into as soon as he lost, I was like, "All right, well, nice try." You know, it was uh, it was fun while it lasted. Like I didn't have much angst about it. I do though have this weird sort of thing with him is that okay, so I have mixed feelings about him winning the the president the nomination for these reasons. So last year, the Rockets took the Warriors to seven and they lost, <laughs> right? Yeah, and they lost because Chris Paul got hurt. So Chris Paul yeah. is like Bernie Sanders in the scenario. And it was like, if he had been there, they would have defeated the empire, right? And now we might be running it back and he might win. Like he has a shot at winning the nomination. The, the powers that be, the corporate powers that be will eventually find a way to sabotage him. But he's pretty dialed in and who knows? Maybe he survives. There's a shot. He's got a, like, He's legitimate, 
right? Legitimate yeah. candidate for winning. And Wooski said he'll go against Trump. Then I got to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm like, oh, shit. I kind of liked it better where I could have presumed victory if not for this tragedy. Now I actually have to beat these motherfuckers. Yeah. And if we lose, like, no more excuses. Like, uh, no, you just got lo- you lost, right? So that's how I feel about the Rockets this year. If we get to play the Warriors again and we're healthy, like, oh, fuck, I actually got to live up to that. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, making college free is a great idea. Yeah, no, he's he says all the right things. Yeah, and he seems responsive. Like, some of that stuff, like a reparation stuff, I feel like he didn't – like, he ran for president, I think, as a protest vote. Right, like, like she can't really just let Hillary have it, right? Someone's got to run against her. Yeah, this woman represents everything I hate about the world. Like, someone's got to try to stop her, right? Or someone's got to that kind of let her have it opposed, right? Unless you have oligarchies, right? These sort of presumed and uh, elected without being elected heirs, right? That's undemocratic. And he did it, and then he was like, oh, shit, I'm winning. I got to come up with some, a platform and some answers to questions. And so some of them were just dumb because he wasn't really thinking about it. And some of them, he's old and out of touch. And some of them, as much as all the Bernie is, like, well, he's, you know, an old straight white dude. And he's, even though I think he's genuinely woke, he's still limited to that perspective, right? He's going to say some shit that is off base, right? But if he makes it, I'm supporting him just because he's in the, he's an independent and he isn't paying corporate money, so he clears my hurdles. And I do think he can beat Trump, but he is super old. He's very old. I think you know he probably has the best shot in the general against Trump. I still think the power of the presidency is too much though to overcome with Trump. He just has so much of his base, or his base has never wavered from him. You know, right? Uh, and I could just see. Democrats not going to the polls. Hey, say you or want about being, you know being disenfranchised. Say about say what you want about white supremacy, man. But that is some brand loyalty. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, that uh, leads to Beto. Or unless you want yeah. to, you got more to say about Bernie. My bad. No, no, I don't have much to say about Bernie. Like, if Bernie gets nomination, I'm voting for, for him very quickly. Yeah, uh, I support. I like right now. It's not like who I want to be president. It's who I'm okay with being president. Right. I'm okay with him being president. I'm okay with Elizabeth Warren being president. I'm even okay with Kamala Harris being president. I'm not okay with Beto O'Rourke being president. <laughs> so what's the? Why not? So uh, I mean, I've never been. I, I was Mister like Beto's not. He's not Ted. He's not Ted Cruz. So that's, vote that's for Beto. Why I voted for him. He's not yeah. Ted Cruz. Yeah. Uh, but now, like one, I agree that he should run again in a year because he would do way more power for us for the people in the senate than he would running for president two i just don't know enough about who he actually is because there's how he voted what he said to get elected to senate and then what he's saying now right uh, the unpreparedness is very noticeable it reminds me of trump in a lot of ways where like he gets into situations where he he'll talk his way out of it uh, rather than knowing, and as somebody who bullshits a lot, you can tell when somebody's <laughs> doing it. Like you know, like, yeah. I'm a professional bullshitter. Like, right, you're full of shit right now, <laughs> and that <laughs> works. That works on a, like a state level, but now we're talking about the entire country. So like, you're gonna get more scrutiny, and someone's, he, someone's gonna notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. somebody's gonna yeah. notice. Yeah, and yeah. He's a little he's too. Getting, Right. He's a little slick. He's a little slick. Like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. It reads of just like I know what I gotta say to get elected now, and this is what I'm gonna do. And, but, and it's the worst kind of slick because it's organic yeah. slick, which is like mm-hmm. like the way you said he's a bullshitter. Because Julian yeah. Castro and Cory Booker, they're perform slick. You can sort of see right through it. This is like a yeah. performance. It's a veneer. Not to say that there isn't genuine beliefs underneath that, but you're not showing me a real you. Uh, well, he sort of is because for him it feels like no, no, no. I write the script. I don't follow a script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do it because there's low stakes to everything I do. Like there's nothing. Like there's nothing really at stake. So I'm like, okay, I can bullshit this. Yeah, what happens? You, you can't bullshit, bullshit being president. We have no. a guy proving that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> 
He's comically terrible too. He really is. Yeah. And I don't I even bet, like, like like this sort of like, oh, can you believe he said that? Just like just like also just not doing the job. I wouldn't even say not well. Just not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which a little part Which is, is like, hey man, cool man. I definitely don't want you making decisions. And this, what's funny is this is what the framers actually intended. A president who really didn't do much except make appearances and greet foreign dictators. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they intended. Yeah. We got strip. Uh, we got to strip out some of the power he doesn't realize he has before he realizes. Absolutely, he man. Like I think Democrat or Republican, the presidency is too fucking powerful. I mean, you've heard my rant before, man. We got to depower that shit, and part of it is cultural. We got to stop treating it like it's some precious throne that we got to treat with respect and legacy. Like, no, we're hiring some asshole to do a job. Thank you. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Like, could you talk about what I said earlier? The way we expect people to talk to hire for this job. We gotta stop looking for qualities. Is there any other job where you're looking for like, like, oh, but he's so he sounds so customer service when he talks like that. He's so articulate, mm-hmm. right? He seems so passionate. Like, what are you talking about? We just need a guy to run the register. Yeah, and even and like just being a boss of someone, your job is legit just to make a decision when they can't. That's yep. the job. That's your job. That's what you're right. there for. You, you ultimately, you have to make a decision. And the presidency is just like, who do I want making the toughest decision? We have Donald Trump. <laughs> do we want Beto? Because <laughs> I don't think he's made wise decisions in his political career. It's way too early for you to be running for president. If you're yeah, well, maybe, about running for president. Maybe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe this isn't really on him. Maybe... He's actually like Cory Booker and Julian Castro, but he had so much of a groundswell behind them that were taking him more seriously than maybe even he's taking himself. Like maybe he's just in here to be a VP. He would make an amazing VP. He would. He would. And then he gets to groom himself to be president. Yeah. I'd just rather him be a senator in Texas. Let's all right, let's 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 yeah, I agree. I much yeah. I think I think we need good senators more than we need good presidents. Like, I, yes, I, I agree. That's I, why, I, like, even Warren, like, uh, I'm glad she didn't try to be a VP last time because she is way more needed in the Senate. Even Bernie, like, they're way more needed in the Senate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that makes that's interesting then. So, yeah. uh, who? Let's make some fake tickets. Let's let's put some okay. people, some compare some people together. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So let's say we said the top five. We'll say the top four are Biden, Bernie, mm-hmm. Warren, Harris. Okay. Who are we pairing with each? Who's getting I Cory think, Booker? Uh, Harris. Harris? Double down on the black ticket? Hmm. I Who's think, gonna... like, that's much, that's much strategically to go against Trump. And Trumpism itself is two people of color and people of a dark color. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. And they're from both coasts. Like, that's smart strategically, so, especially if you're trying to play to the center. So does, so does Castro make sense with Warren? Because the only thing about Castro that stands out is that he's, like, pro-education. It's one of his things. Yeah. And so is Warren. Would they make sense yeah. together, or does that make him redundant? I think it makes him redundant. I think it's tough to pick somebody who can be Warren's VP, because I think Bernie's too big to be her VP. And again, he's still needed in the Senate. What if Bernie? Uh, this might be a bad look. What if Bernie yeah. wins? That means any of these other people could be his 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 VP. They yeah. probably won't pick. I don't think he'd pick Warren. I also don't think Warren would say yes. Yeah. And they're probably that's probably seen as redundant. What if Bernie picked Kamala? That'd be smart. That oh. means he's serious. Like I think that'd be smart for him. Yeah. Even yeah. though she's like. I mean, he, he supported Hillary. It makes sense. I think that would be smart. I think that would be a great ticket. And it would, uh, it would, it would, yeah. in the mind, some people check his more leftist options, but the VP doesn't have that kind of power. It's all branding. They don't. They don't. Uh, yeah. And, but just to see, like, imagine a debate between Harris and Pence. Oof. Like, I've she's got... going to cream him, man. Like, is he going to be allowed to attend? <laughs> Are they going to have to put, like, a sheep between them? Well, he might have to wear a sheep. 
<laughs> oh. 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 Wow. I'm glad that joke happened on That's episode right. 22. Wow. Man, I we should ha hang it up. That's <laughs> and tomorrow predictions for tomorrow, Milwaukee and Rockets. Mm, so I got a dinner, so I'm probably gonna miss like half that game, so I'm already upset about it. But I think Harden scores fifty. That's my only prediction. Fifty and a Harden win or fifty and a loss? I'm not picking win or loss. I'm just Harden's getting fifty. Well, I won't pick out. a score. I'm going to do the opposite yeah. cowardly thing you did, and I won't going to bet yeah. how much he scores, but we're going to win the game. Okay. <laughs> this feels like statement time. That's why I think you'll get 50. They're just they're really good. I was, I was at that game. The last game we played them, like their size is just oh, – their size is – they have so much size they can get every rebound, and that's like our biggest weakness is getting rebounds. So – yeah, I will admit, for matchup reasons, that's like a team I don't want to play. Yeah. All right, Kelly's calling me. All right, homie. Bye, man. Bye.